Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2020. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. And I'm your co-host, Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Happy Birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. Hey, Carissa. Hey. Now, when you think of just the sweetest, gentlest, nicest (laughs) president of the United States, who's the first one that comes to mind? Donald Trump. (laughs) Try one more guess. Bill McKinley. Bill McKinley, yes. Bill McKinley. Well, William McKinley. Most people know him as William McKinley. Uh, He was born on January 29th, 1843 in Niles, Ohio, Mm -hmm. which is near Cleveland. And uh, it's his 177th birthday that we're celebrating. He was the 25th president of the United States. And him going into office right around 1900, not quite one of our contemporary presidents, but... One of the, well, I guess, more modern that we've we've talked about. He was the, the first president to drive a car, or to ride in an automobile. I to should ride say. in to an ride automobile. In an automobile. Yes, yes. He wrote. It was called the Stanley Steamer. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's so I your think. Home's cleaner. Yeah. So <laughs> I, he started a cleaning business after yeah. they after he wrote in that. But well, when he was a little boy, his mom wanted him to work with his mind rather than his hands. Oh. Yeah. And okay. so uh, they enrolled him in a private seminary because she wanted him to become a Methodist minister. Oh. Yeah. And he was a very gifted orator. And um, he, uh, so after uh, school there, or high school, I guess you could say, he went to uh, Allegheny College in Meadville, Pennsylvania. Okay. But he, but he only... He only stayed for one term. I was going to say he was a college dropout. Was a college, he? Yeah. Yes, he was a college dropout. Um, he said he was exhausted and he might have been depressed. Yeah. And that's why, why he dropped out. So after, after he dropped out of Allegheny College, he, uh, he went back home to, to Niles. And he taught school and he worked at the post office. Now I'm sitting there thinking, wait, he's a college dropout and he's teaching school? Yeah. I don't really get that. Yeah. It, you know, it was the early 1800s, so... Uh, but when he was 18 years old, it was 1861, he enlisted in the 23rd Ohio Volunteer Infantry. Oh. The Civil War, yeah. And he was assigned to, I think they call it like a quartermaster uh, position where he would, he would deliver uh, uh, materials and supplies to mm-hmm. the troops. And he during the war, he drove a wagon through a Confederate fire oh, wow. to, to bring supplies to troops. And he he showed um, these, to the Union to the to Union soldiers, oh, okay. yeah, because he was with, in Ohio, and uh, he showed all these acts of bravery and heroism, and and uh, he just kept continually getting promoted, and uh, at the end of the war, he was a brevet major, and he was twenty two years old. Wow! In the Civil War, yeah. Uh, after the Civil War, he decided he's going to study law, like mm-hmm. a lot of our presidents uh-huh. do. Common theme. Common theme. So it was 1867. He's 24 years old, and he passed the mm-hmm, bar. Now, mm-hmm. here's a college dropout yeah. but ends up being a lawyer at uh, age 24. Well, when he was 28, he met a girl. Oh. Her name is Ida Saxton, uh-huh. and they got married on January 25th, 1871 in Canton, Ohio. Oh. And um, they had the reception at the NBA Hall of Fame. Oh, no, really? No, not really. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if basketball had... Well, it had probably been... Well, I didn't but, know if it was like the building that the NBA Hall of Fame is currently in. Could have been. It's in Canton, Ohio. Maybe. So it might have been. <laughs> yeah. 
I've never well, been. <laughs> I have not been either. I'd like. To, I'd really like to go. And well, we are recording this on uh, the the day after Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. uh, died in the, in that helicopter accident. So, not really sure there's much more to say about that. Yeah. So let's get back to Bill McKinley and his wife Ida. Mm-hmm. Um, they had two girls. Uh, sadly, uh, Ida, their their youngest, died as an infant, Aww. and uh, their next child, Catherine. She died when she was four years oh, old. Oh gosh! Typhoid fever. Yeah. Um, so William McKinley and his wife Ida had a little girl named Ida. I yeah. Just a lot of times they named their girls, but Ida, his wife, she suffered from epilepsy after the the trauma of losing small oh, children, wow. and they never never had any other children. Yeah. So uh, they they lost their their children very young. Well, when he got into uh, politics, um, one of the first things he did, one of his uh, commanders in the Civil War was a guy named Rutherford B. Hayes, who was a president. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this was 1867 before Hayes was president, and uh, Hayes ran for the uh, Ohio uh, governor's office. And so uh, William McKinley uh, campaigned for him Mm -hmm. and, and to help support him. But he ran for his first office and was... And he won. Uh, he was elected prosecutor of Stark County, Ohio, in 1869 at age 26. Okay. So very young. Yeah. Getting into his, his first political office. And it was a few years later that he uh, got elected to Congress, mm-hmm. again from Ohio. 1876 was his first uh, term in Congress. He served three terms. And it was an 1882 election uh, he ran. He actually got lost by eight votes. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So it, it was really close. Um, Ten years later, in 1892, he was elected governor of Ohio. Okay, so just kind of gradually working his he way just, up. He he continually uh, did. Now the the you know you know the capital of Ohio. Where's the capital? I of Ohio? don't know. Is it Dayton? No. Columbus. Col- I didn't know. Oh, that. you didn't know that. Well, Columbus. God, is- geography's my. Not my strong suit. Oh, you know this. <laughs> this is a funny aside. One of the uh, teams at my uh, the the show uh, trivia show I host uh-huh. on Tuesday nights. Their their team name is Please Don't Say Geography. Oh, that's me. <laughs> that is me. So, and they yeah. also listen to the podcast. So, see, they oh, just they just got well, a, they just actually just team. got a they just got out a shout out. So, but anyway, so. Uh, Bill McKinley, William McKinley. See, we, we call I know, I know. we call all the presidents by their first names. It's what I just think I would call him as a friend. Kind of like Marty Van Buren. Yep. So, but mm, Teddy William McKinley, uh, governor of Ohio in 1892. Um, so where the state capital was in Columbus, he actually lived in a hotel across the street. Now he didn't live there all the time, but when he was uh, working uh, in Columbus, that's where he stayed. And, of course, his wife Ida was there. And one of the things that people noticed about uh, William McKinley, and this is getting to that real sweetheart part of him, every morning uh, after he would walk out of the hotel, Ida would be sitting in a big picture window, and he mm-hmm. would stop, and he would bow to her. Aww. He would just bow to her just yeah. to show how much he loved her and all. So and then he'd walk across the street, and he'd go to the Capitol. And then every, every afternoon at 3 o'clock, without fail, he stopped whatever he was doing, and he'd walk over to this big window in his office that looked across the street, and Ida would be there, and he would wave to her. Oh, that's cute. Because she was bedridden. Yeah. So. But that was the kind of guy that uh, William McKinley was um, and, and how, how much he loved his wife. Yeah. 
just one of the sweetest guys, too, mm -hmm. sweetest guys. Now, we, so he's governor of Ohio, and again, he's continuing to move up in the political ranks. Mm -hmm. So um, it was the election of 1896 that uh, William McKinley ran for president of the United States. And he campaigned mm -hmm. from his front porch oh, in Canton, Ohio. Yeah. He never left, he never left his uh, front porch. Really? And he had, obviously, supporters that would go around the country campaigning for him. But he stayed at his front porch. And people would come over and he'd give speeches and everything. So, And he was elected. Yeah, the 25th that's president of the United States. That's impressive. Yes. So he was inaugurated on March 4th of 1897. Mm -hmm. And he was 51 years old. Okay. Yeah. The guy that he defeated uh, was a guy, uh, a guy named William Jennings Bryan. And he was a 36-year-old lawyer from Nebraska. 36? 36 years old, running as wow. a Democrat. And um, William Jennings Bryan was a very strong political figure in our nation's history. And mm -hmm. It's always interesting to learn about who are the, who are the president's opponents because, you know, they were, they were also involved in politics. Oh, very yeah. Heavily. And, oh, yeah. And he was, Brian was around for many, many mm -hmm. elections. So, uh, so one of the things that uh, McKinley said uh, in his inauguration speech, and I always like to find a quote, you know, yeah. to, to hear what they said. So this is what McKinley said at his inauguration in 1897. He said, we want no wars of conquest. We must avoid the temptation of territorial aggression. War should never be entered upon until every agency of peace has failed. Peace is preferable to war. Preferable to war in almost every contingency. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, so those were his words. But the thing was, is that turned out to be the exact opposite of what of happened what oh, during his yeah. administration. Yeah. So his first term was from 1897 to 1900. And the issue of the day was Cuba. Okay. And they were, uh, there was a big fight that the United States wanted to annex Cuba and Spain owned Cuba. And so there were a lot of uh, pro-war newspapers and war-mongering members of Congress that wanted the United States to go to war against Spain mm -hmm. to, to con conquer Cuba. And there was this term, it was called yellow journalism. And you had a couple of guys, famous names, Joseph Pulitzer. You've heard of the Pulitzer mm -hmm. Prize. Mm -hmm. That's Joseph Pulitzer. And William Randolph Hearst. The Hearst family yep. that uh, big in publishing, so those two owned the biggest newspapers of the day, and they told their reporters to write biased stories rather than objective news to promote war against Spain. Oh wow! Stop the presses, eighteen ninety-seven. Let's write some fake news. Pulitzer and Hearst telling their reporters to write fake news to promote war against Spain. Well, as it turns out, there were a lot of events that did lead up and there was the there was a ship that was uh, blocking uh, Havana Harbor and it was the USS Maine and it blew up. Uh-huh. And so that really these people, the congressmen especially, was like let's go to war. Let's yeah. go to war. And at the time uh McKinley's assistant secretary of the Navy was a guy named Theodore Roosevelt. Uh huh. And you know, old Teddy, Teddy. was raring to go. So the U.S. declared war against Spain on April 11th, wow. 1898. Hmm. And the war lasted for four months. 
But in that time, so Theodore Roosevelt got his guys together and they charged up San Juan Hill, the, the Rough Riders, yeah. you know. And that's where Theodore Roosevelt became a war hero. Uh, a couple of other things. So Admiral George Dewey uh, was in the uh, Pacific Fleet. He was over in the Philippines. And he defeated the Spanish fleet in Manila. So the United States then uh, acquired the Philippines. It was also during this time that the U.S. annexed Guam and Hawaii. Wow. Yeah. And they also acquired Cuba and Puerto Rico. Yeah. So you can see here at the turn of the century, around 1900, yeah. uh, late, late 1800s, early 1900, that the uh, U.S. is getting the Philippines, Guam, Hawaii, wow. Cuba, Puerto Rico. So that's... So you go back to his inaugural speech. Let's not fight for land. And then what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. So that was his first term. Uh, so let me give you some interesting facts before I get into his second term. Okay. Uh, one of the things that uh, William McKinley did while he was president of the United States, he had a war room built in the White House during the Spanish-American War. So we hear a lot today about the presidents that, that go to the war room. Yeah. Well, it was McKinley that was well. the one that... That had that put in. Um, you're right. He was the first president of the United States to ride in an automobile, the Stanley Steamer. Mm -hmm. But he also rode in an electric vehicle. Oh. But let's wait on that story for just a okay. second. I'll tell okay. you about that electric vehicle. Um, he was also the first one. I told you he campaigned from his front porch in Canton, Ohio. But he also used the telephone. Okay. So he campaigned okay. by yeah. telephone. And from 1928 to 1946... If you had a $500 bill in your wallet, it would have a picture of Bill McKinley of on it. William McKinley. Yes. Yeah. So. That's cool. So there's some interesting facts about Another interesting about fact. This is more about his wife, Ida. She hated the color yellow. She hated the color she yellow? She did. I don't know why, but she had every flower in the gardens at the White House. If it was yellow, she wanted it gone. Is Any that decorations right? inside the White House, if it was yellow, get rid of it. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well... That's an interesting fact because one of the things about sweet William McKinley mm -hmm. is that he always wore a red carnation Aww. in the buttonhole of his jacket for good luck. Oh, that's cute. So maybe Ida was the yeah. one that encouraged him that. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can just you can just see this guy walking around. He's got a red tender carnation, heart. a tender heart mm -hmm. and everything. So his second term, he ran again in the election uh, of nineteen hundred. Mm -hmm. And he defeated William Jennings Bryan again. Uh, tried again. Tried again. So he was reelected. And this time, he brought in as his vice president, Theodore Roosevelt. Oh. Yeah. So yep. here now we see McKinley, second term as president of the United States. His vice president is now Theodore Roosevelt. Um, but this is, the, this is the sad fact about uh, William McKinley. So he was at the Pan American Exposition mm -hmm. in Buffalo, New York. On September 6th, 1901. And remember I told you he wore a red carnation yeah. in his buttonhole. Well, he was, while he was at the Pan American Exposition, he was in a, a receiving line. So people yeah. were coming by to shake hands with the president. And uh, this little girl came by while he was greeting guests. And he took the carnation and he gave it to the little girl. Mm -hmm. Well, a few other, few other people come through. And then this guy, his name was Leon Solgos. Mm -hmm. He's Polish. Was he Polish? I think he was Polish. I don't think so. I think he was an American. That was a common misconception. Polish American? He was born in America. His, oh, maybe he was very well, his, American. He's definitely got a Polish last name. But 
It's got continue. It's got C His and a name, Z. It's got some he, Zs. He and was S's not a, a white Anglo-Saxon. He was person. not a white Aquaman. Uh, yes, yes. A wasp. Yes. Yes. He was not one of those. Well, Leon w- uh, was in this receiving line, and as he's going to shake the president's hand, mm-hmm. he had a handkerchief over his mm-hmm. hand, and what he had in his hand was a revolver. Yeah. And he shot the president. Yep. He shot the president twice. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing that William McKinley said about Leon, because the Secret Service people were there and jumped on this guy right away. The very first thing that William McKinley said was, don't hurt him. Yeah. Don't hurt him. Wow. Because he was just, I don't know if it was that tender of a soul or don't hurt him so we can take him to trial. Yeah. Because he was executed six weeks later. Yeah. Well, I think everybody started like jumping on him. Yeah. There were a lot of people that wanted Mm -hmm. to beat him because Mm -hmm. he just shot the president of the United States. And the Secret Service, it's funny you mentioned that. So William McKinley was kind of the breaking point. For the Secret Service to be full-time for the president. Is that right? Yes. Well, if you think about this, William McKinley was, at the time, the third president mm-hmm. of the United States to be... Yeah. Well, at the time, they didn't know he was going to die and be assassinated, but yeah. eventually, ultimately yeah. assassinated. So, yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah. Well, and I didn't know the Secret Service originally was for um, was created because to monitor counterfeit, counterfeit money. That is true. I know. I know. I learned all kinds of so things. Many, so many interesting <laughs> facts. So many interesting facts. So another thing that uh, right as, as, the, as the president is laying there mortally wounded, yeah. um, he's, he's concerned for his wife, Ida. Aww. And he said, he said to people, the people around him, he says, my wife, be careful how you tell her. Aww. Be careful. Because he knew how fragile she yeah. was and how hard she would take the... Uh, the news that he had been shot. Well, uh, back to that electric vehicle mm-hmm. I was talking about. It was an electric ambulance. Oh, okay. And he was the first president of the United States to ride in an electric vehicle. Yeah. Which happened, unfortunately, to be an ambulance mm-hmm. because he needed it. They took him to the hospital and they did two operations, but gangrene set in. Uh huh. Now, you're a doctor, right? I am. <laughs> Gangrene is not a good thing. No. So it wasn't dirty necessarily the bullets. Unsterile environment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he died on September 14th, just eight days after he was shot. Mm-hmm. September 14th, 1901. And he was 58 years old. Yeah. And his final words that he were recorded, goodbye. Goodbye to all. It is God's will. His will, not ours, be done. Mm-hmm. So he was a very faithful man to the very end. Yeah. And he was such a loving man, mm-hmm. such a sweet man, mm-hmm. that I wish I knew more about him. Yeah. So um, one of the other quotes that uh, is attributed to uh, William McKinley about being president of the United States, he said, that's all a man can hope for during his lifetime, to set an example. And when he's... When he is dead, to be an inspiration for history. Yeah. So while William McKinley was one of those presidents we probably don't hear a whole lot about, he was probably one of the better presidents of the United States. And they buried him in Canton, Ohio, at the uh, McKinley National Memorial. And his wife, Ida, died on May 26, 1907, and she's buried next to her husband. So she died six years after he was. Aww. So, um, 
One last thing that's interesting about the fact that William McKinley was assassinated, that uh, I'm not quite sure what role he had in government, but Robert Todd Lincoln mm -hmm. uh, was there, was meaning in Washington, at the time of McKinley's assassination. I remember this. So you remember Robert yes. Todd Lincoln is Abraham Lincoln's you son. This. I did, I previewed it. Uh -huh. So a Robert Todd Lincoln is Abraham Lincoln's son. His dad was assassinated. Garfield was assassinated in 1801, and Robert Todd Lincoln was the Secretary of War. Yeah. And 1901, Robert Todd Lincoln is still around, and William McKinley gets assassinated. Yeah. Now, if he'd lived to be about 150, he would have been there for Kennedy's yep. assassination. Yep. For goodness sakes. He probably would have been there. Yes. Yeah. So, I like to think good things about William McKinley. I think he, he was a great guy, and on his the occasion of his 177th birthday... Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. President. Well, I'm your host, Jeff Myers, and my co-host, Carissa Slate. And we thank you for listening to us, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode, which is going to be very soon as we celebrate the birthday of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So thanks for listening, everyone.